What's up you guys, Josh Tongley here. Today I want to share with you a really dope story that if you're new to the works of Neville Goddard, then dude, this story will definitely blow your mind and possibly screw up with your sense of reality, but in a good way because it'll really boost your faith and teach you that anything's possible. So if you need some encouragement, then stick around. You don't want to miss this. Now I don't know about you, but I love a good story. In fact, my life has been dramatically impacted by powerful stories that I've heard throughout the years because honestly, Sometimes philosophizing and speculating about different theories can only do so much for me. You know what I'm saying? But when I hear life-changing stories from people, true stories, they give me a sense of possibility. Because when I hear them, my mind's just like, if it happened to them, then it can happen to me, right? And that way of thinking, you guys, has been very helpful for me along my journey. And so this story that I'm about to share with you has to do with Neville Goddard and an Ethiopian rabbi named Abdullah, who was Neville's friend and mentor. You can find this story in his work called Awakened Imagination and the Search. That's the title. But when I read it, it only gives a general idea of what happened. And so I did more research and I listened to various lectures of his where he shared the story to help fill in the details for you guys because I find it fascinating and inspiring. All right, as the story goes, back in 1933, Neville was in New York City and there was a deep depression that was going on in the country where millions were unemployed. And at the time, Neville was a dancer. And he said, you know, who'd pay a dancer when they couldn't eat? And there were probably no more than like three theaters out of 50 that were open in Times Square, according to him, and that he would have danced for anything, even for a meal. I mean, it was that rough at that time because nobody wanted to pay a dancer. So his friend Abdullah asked him what he wanted. And Neville told him that he's been away from Barbados, which is where he's originally from, for almost 12 years, and that he never had a desire to go back there, but now he did. And not just a desire, but a hungry desire to go back to Barbados and spend the winter there with his family. But the problem was Neville was broke. He was living in a basement. He had no money, not even a nickel. Straight up, he literally had nothing. But he really wanted to go to Barbados. And then Abdullah said to him, you are in Barbados. And Neville was like, I am in Barbados? And Abdullah said, yes, you are now in Barbados. And Neville had no freaking clue what the heck Abdullah was talking about. In fact, he even said it sounded so stupid when he first heard it. Abdullah was basically telling Neville that if he wants something, he must now, at that moment that he wants it, assume that he already has it. And so since Neville really wanted to go to Barbados, that's what he did. He slept in Barbados, in his mother's home. How? In his imagination. That even though he was in New York City, he assumed that he was actually in Barbados, smelling the tropical land and seeing the homes in Barbados and was seeing New York City, not under him, but north of him, 2,000 miles, and falling asleep, viewing the world from Barbados. A month went by and it seemed like nothing was happening. And so Neville got discouraged and told Abdullah that if he didn't make the next boat out, then he couldn't go to Barbados because there were no commercial planes that were flying in those days. You gotta love Abdullah's response. He told Neville, who said you are going to Barbados? You are in Barbados. You can't discuss how you're going to Barbados when you're already in Barbados. And then he walked straight into his room and slammed the door right in Neville's face, which Neville said was not an invitation to follow him. And that's how Abdullah taught him. He was rude. Neville persisted. He continued. And he'd go to bed in Barbados. Then not too long after that, he found a letter under his door from his brother Victor. 
who enclosed a draft for $50. And in the letter, his brother said that he had a strong desire to get the family together during Christmas time, and that he already notified the steamship company to issue Neville a ticket and to charge it to him, their brother, and that the $50 was for Neville to buy some clothes or just whatever he needed to get aboard the ship, and that the brother would pay all the expenses and the tips. So Neville went there and told them what the letter had said, and he read it to them, and they agreed. But they told Neville that they didn't have any first class tickets left, but that he can go third class. He could use the facilities of the first class, but he had to sleep third class until he reached the island of St. Thomas. But when he gets to St. Thomas, then he could have first class because someone would disembark there. And Neville accepted it and he went back to his friend Abdullah, all happy about it, and told him that it worked and that he got his ticket for Barbados, but that he had to go third class. And Abdullah said, who told you you are going to Barbados? And who told you that you went to Barbados third class? You went to Barbados and you went first class. And he didn't say anything else after that. He didn't even seem happy that Neville was going to Barbados. Then on December 6th, the day of the departure, Neville went straight to the boat with his third class ticket. And I love this part. And the guy there said to him, Mr. Goddard, we have a surprise for you. We had a cancellation. And so now you're going first class. And so Neville went first class all the way to Barbados. Boom. The power of the human imagination. And when I say human imagination, it's not meant to sound limiting, you guys. Because to Neville, he believed that God is your imagination. And if God is your imagination, know that God cannot and will not ever fail. And if you have a religious background, don't get tripped up by his language. You know what I'm saying? His point is this. If you understand this law, where you assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled, where you think not of your desire, but think from it, from the end, then you can do anything. You can be anything you want to be in this world. It doesn't stick and matter who you are or what the world tells you. The only barriers are the ones you place upon yourself between your ears. It's your limiting beliefs. Remember, according to Neville, consciousness is the only reality. And we live and move in different states. And so it's our particular state of consciousness that'll determine the events we'll encounter. And once we get that, folks, it changes everything. So just as Abdullah asked Neville what he wanted, I'm asking you today, what do you want? Seriously, you guys, what do you really want? And it's such a simple question, but it's sad because a lot of people don't truly ask themselves that question honestly. And even if they did, they think they're not deserving, or it's selfish, or that it's thinking impossible to have what they want. You guys, don't forget who you are. Don't forget who you are. And that whenever you feel a yearning or a desire for something, whatever it is, Neville reminds us that that's God speaking to you. It's His communion with you. That's why desire is so sacred. And that determined imagination, he says, thinking from the end is the beginning of all miracles. And the fulfillment of your desires will ultimately reveal to you your own identity. So once again, what do you want today? What do you really want? And I'm telling you, dare to believe that you are what you want to be right now. Right now. Even if reason denies it, even if your senses deny it, even when people think you're sticking crazy and out of your mind, let them be. Who gives a rip? Go to bed tonight and assume the feeling 
of your wish fulfilled and honor it. Be confident in what you've done because through your continuous imagination, he says, your assumption will harden into fact and be objectively realized because you get what you believe. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Hope you got pumped up with this story as much as I did. And if so, do me a favor. Please like and share this. Or if you're listening via podcast, I'd really appreciate a review because I'll get more people to discover my work and help spread this message. And I'd love to hear your reaction or your experiences in the comments below. Hit that subscribe button and the bell right next to it to be notified of my next video. I pump these out every single week so you don't want to miss them. And don't forget to register for my free online training where I teach things just like this. How to manifest your desires and to control your reality. So check it out. The link's in the description. Like I always say, more's coming. Till next time, I'm out. Peace.